Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Commissioner's Corner. I'm Warren, a.k.a. The Redeem Team. Get some! Alongside John, a.k.a. Parole Models. Yeah, yeah, boy! We decided to kind of make a, a little blurb to hype everyone up for everyone um, in the league for this week's football matches. It's championship round, so we wanted to do a little something, um, you know, different and, and, and get some information out there just to kind of get everybody involved. Um, so anyways, like I mentioned... It is week 16 of most NFL fantasy leagues. It is the championships. We've got two people going to the ship. Um, we'll get more into that later. Um, but let's 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 get a little recap and and see exactly kind of how we got here, like a brief recap. Uh, John. Yeah, we'll go ahead and start off with week 14. Now on week 14, Warren and Coop they both had buys, so they're in the semifinals automatically. But they probably won't make it that much further. You know, I just have that instinct. Me personally, if anybody wants to know, I'm irrelevant in this. I had a bye week too, but that didn't even matter. So let's start off with the first game. We had Robbie versus Brandon in the Dreamcatcher Classic. Now, if you don't know why it's the Dreamcatcher Classic, it's because we have one person that works for Indians against somebody that is an Indian. So Boom. this could be racial. So we had Robbie sliding past Brandon by a score of 139 to 134. And Matt Ryan was the one that got him 25 points, and that gave him the third highest score of the week. So this is the second time that Robbie beat Brandon. He whooped his ass in week eight. That was 116 to 107. So he took this one, like I said before, 139 to 134. All right, so the second matchup in week 14 was Greg versus Little Greg in the Creamer Bowl. Now, Greg got 23 points from Darren Sproles and 22 from Jamal Charles to beat Little Greg 127 to 124. Now, that was only a three-point different and that was way too long of a pause but whatever you're not the one doing this i am shut up warren and in week six big greg lost the little greg 146 to 141 so he kind of made up for that and now he's moving on to the next round all right so so week 15 um there's a lot of matchups going on in week 15 since most of the players had buys in week 14 so in week 15 starting off with the uh, consolation brackets um in a semi-final match we got the uh, Brothers Corpus Bowl, uh, back to Cali, aka Xerxes, and the WTF's Smile. Uh, the overall result in that was a pretty close one, 147 to 143, in favor of Big Brother Corpus, Xerxes, beating out Little Brother Smile by a four-point margin. A lot of a lot of uh, uh, you know highlights in that game there. Um, just right off the bat, Colin Kaepernick, what? 32 points off a of projected 19. Yes, that was the time for the Kaepernick Show. And all channels were tuned in to the Kaepernick Show Week 15 for Smile. But on the other side of that coin there, and what gave Xerxes the edging win, uh, two players, Steven Jackson scored 18 points, and Tony Romo, 25. Now the other match in the Constellation Bowl, we got John Co-Commish here, you. Pro Models, um, versus Michelle Giggity! Um, the final score for that round was uh, that match was 95 to 77. Hold on, what was that again? 95 to 77. Yeah, I didn't even break 100. <laughs> In favor of uh, our co commissioner parole models. I'm sorry, Michelle, you know, um, but it is what it Only is. Only winners make it to the Tostito Bowl. <laughs> Not even, the, not even the Fiesta Bowl, the Tostito Bowl. A few highlights in that game, um, just really quick. Word the chicken dip. Uh, <laughs> so going off with uh, with highlights here from the Pearl Models versus Giggity 
um, matchup, <clears throat> John versus Michelle. Um, not many highlights, but one in particular kind of stands out. Stevie Johnson from Rodriguez, local boy. 707, say it back. 707, repping. Uh, projected nine points for, for John that week. Nobody ever has faith in Stevie Johnson. I always have faith. This is the second time that I've had him on my team. And I've never had any complaints except for when he's hurt, which took three weeks out of the season. So thanks a lot, Stevie. So scored big. Projected nine, got 19.75 for for John to help edge him in the win there. Um, big ups to Stevie Rodriguez. Hi. What? He probably is. <laughs> Excuse me, Rodriguez High School. That's, that's what I meant to say. Sure you did. All right. So... Uh, that was the that was Constellation Bowl. Let's kick it back up with the uh, championship matches. So the championship bracket for uh, Week 15, uh, as we go through these past highlights, um, let's start with the fifth place game. Uh, sliding on your busy, Brendan versus Little Greg Bone Crushers. Now I really hate to to say this, but this was probably one of the biggest blowouts I've seen in quite some time. It was the biggest one all season. I believe so. 53 points um, was the difference. 171 for sliding on your BZ, Brendan, um, against 117. Um, so, yeah, 53-point difference. Uh, but a lot of good a lot of good numbers there. Um, un unfortunate that uh, Anquan Bolden on, on Little Greg's team didn't play or didn't score any points. Um, but on the flip side, on Brandon's team, Drew Breezy. 37 points for Drew Breezy, 41-0 um, win over Tampa Bay. Um, and then, of course, Andre Johnson, as always, blowing it up uh, for a 29-17 win against the Colts. And the list goes on and on and on for excellent numbers being put up by Brandon. So that was a fifth-place game. I was actually disappointed in Brandon. I thought he was going to make it all the way. He did pretty good this whole season. And he blew it in the end, like always. Yeah, but you know what, though? Shout out to, to little Greg, because in the beginning of our season, that man, or that kid, I should say. He's a big kid man. <laughs> he dominated the beginning of the season. Nobody could touch him, and no. he was the one that was giving out blowouts. I'm going to be scared of him next year. He's going to be so, good next uh, year. Yeah, so I'm going I'm be, I'm to be looking out for him next year. I'll be on dang. my toes, though. <laughs> So continuing onward here, uh, the week 15 recap matches, uh, the creamer, Big Greg, or Greg versus uh, Coop, sideways all day. Results for that, 146 to 110. Sorry, Greg, I don't know what to say, man, but a lot of good, you know, a lot of good numbers there. You snooze, you lose. You can't rely on Niner defense all the time to carry your <laughs> whole team. I got to give it up for them, though, because, of course, as always, Aaron Rodgers putting up big points in a win over the Bears. 21-13 gave Greg 31 points for his fantasy team. Uh, good points right there. Uh, what else? What other highlights do we got of that game? Not much, but uh, nevertheless, it's a pretty good game. Probably the biggest dis disappointment in that game, Matt Stafford. In a loss to Arizona Cardinals, 10 to 38, got Coop 4.92 points. You know those four points, they they help sometimes. They help them boost them into Week 16 to the championship round. Yep, yep, yep. They did, and they did because 
nevertheless, at the end of the day, it was 146 to 110. He so still dominated he, over, he's, over yeah, Greg. Yeah, so he's still advancing to the championship match. But first, before we get into Week 16, the final championship matches, um, last match of Week 15. I really don't want to talk about this. We'll talk about this really briefly. Me, Redeem Team, against Mama Boys, Robbie. Let's not talk about what the score was. <laughs> By Actually, the way, it was 128 to 81. <laughs> hey, to my defense, though, to my defense, RG3 was hurt, so I started... Because I only need RG3 to carry my team. I started Josh Freeman, and this was worse than uh, Coop starting Matt Stafford, because I got 2.8 points from Josh Freeman. That was horrible. Anyways, a blowout, nevertheless... I started Matt Flynn on the bench and got more points than that. <laughs> Nevertheless, Mama's Boys over Redeem Team, 128-81. to 81. I hate you, Robbie, but good luck in the finals. So, let's get to it. This is the ship. It's the championship week. Week 16, let's do it. So, starting off with week 16, the championship games. But we're going to start with the consolation round. <laughs> we got the ninth place game, the loser bowl, the troll bowl. Nice guys finished last bowl. The You Suck, Why the Hell Are You in Fantasy Football Bowl. We got Michelle versus Smile. I don't know what the hell happened with this. Smile, I thought you was going to do good. But now you're fighting to stay out of last place. <laughs> On the flip side to that, Michelle, very excited about starting fantasy football. I think she's grown to like it so far. Hopefully she stays with it and she's back next year to play with us. Um, but... Projected points by just going off projected points. 128 for Smile, 101 for Michelle. But who knows what the heck that means because it's not always true. It's not always true. It's not always. It's not always the case. You can't live by projections. <laughs> so yeah. So let's go down their lineups and see. You know, see what players they got. You know, they got a they got a pretty good, pretty good uh, 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 lineup here on both sides. Let's start with Smile's side. Actually, no. Let's start with Michelle's side. Ladies first. So, um, quarterbacks, Eli Manning. It looks like she's going to start Eli Manning. She think he's cute, though. <laughs> but not as cute as Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. Right, Michelle? All right. Anyways, so Eli Manning, this season has thrown for a total of 3,590 yards, 20 touchdowns. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not spectacular. But, again, it's Eli Manning, you know, so it's, it's expected. Um... Let's see. Who else we got? Who else we got on Michelle's side? Oh, let's talk about Michelle and Bush. Because we all know we like always like to talk about Reggie Bush I, and, 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 and Michelle's team. So Reggie Bush. Yes, Reggie Bush. 200 attempts, um, Bush. carries throughout the season, 895 yards. Not spectacular by any means. Running backs should be getting at least 1,000 plus. At least elite running backs anyways. But he's still pulling his weight. Still pulling out good numbers, still pulling his weight. He can still get 105 yards by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, five touchdowns so far, um, six for 20 plus yards. Um, but the flips coin, on the other side of the coin to that, three fumbles. Three fumbles for Mr. Bush. You gotta go jack off elephants, man, and just keep your hands sticky. I know, exactly. There you go. Just, you know, hang on to the ball. But nevertheless, should be a pretty good matchup. Pretty good. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah, Fitzy. Yeah, talk, it's Fitzy. Fitzy too. The only thing, the only thing I don't like about Fitzy though, is he has a crappy quarterback, 
actually a whole slew of crappy quarterbacks thrown to them. Do they even have a quarterback? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe they have. Maybe they have a, a, a paging a, Kurt Warner. A th- paging Kurt Warner. Maybe they have a third running back. I don't. I don't know. That's doubling as a quarterback. Who the heck knows? But that's you know. But that's the way it is. On the other side, we got Smile projected. Like I said, 128 points, 128. Looks like as far as he's quarterback, um, he's sticking with the Kaepernick show. He don't want to change the channel. He don't want to change the channel. It's good programming. Good programming already. Kaepernick show. Colin Kaepernick. Can you believe this? Really quick. In the how many games has he has he started? Like four or five, something like that. Six. Anyways, he's thrown for a thousand two hundred ninety-four yards, seven touchdowns. It's actually pretty spectacular for somebody that comes in in the middle of the season. Not even the middle. Not of the even season. the middle of the season. It's like the end of the season. Longest reception that he's thrown, fifty-seven yards. And yes, that is longer than Alex Smith's fifty-five longest yard reception. Crazy, crazy, right? Man, should be a good game. I look for Alex Smith to be on the Raiders next year. <laughs> so the other superstar um, on on Smiles team that should hopefully uh, get him the win or help propel him to the win, I should say. He's my favorite player, one of my favorite players. Again, not biased or anything. Actually, probably yes, I am. But CJ Two K, Chris Johnson, Titans. Now, obviously, he's nowhere near CJ Two K. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2,000 yards. But there is somebody who is, and we'll talk about that guy later. There is somebody who can break that record, or at least break the 2,000 mark. Anyways, back to Chris Johnson. 1,159 yards this season. Uh, 244 attempts, excuse me, 244 carries. Uh, five touchdowns. That's kind of where he kind of slacked a little bit. We were expecting more from Chris Johnson this, this year, especially with a $53 million contract. He did better than last year. Yeah, sure did. Uh, had eight, only eight carries for 20-plus yards. Um, fumbled five times. Uh, but still, still a good good running back. And um, I expect him to put some pretty good numbers up there against uh, a weak Green Bay defense with the uh, absence of Mr. Clay Matthews. So we should, we shall see. Either way, it should be a pretty good game. Um, smile against Michelle. WTS versus Giggity. Look out for it. it. Should be a pretty good game. And just so you guys know, in case you don't know the rules, whoever loses this game has to do whatever we tell them to do until the draft next season. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Somebody better, somebody better win. Just saying. I mean, somebody has to win. Can't be no tie like the Niners. Just saying. Somebody better win. Loser. And just a minor note. Don't ever name your kid Jacquez. <laughs> See, why you got to talk about Jacquez? Anyways, all right, onward. Next matchup. Alright, so the next matchup is going to be the battle for 7th place. And this is my pick for game of the week. Matchup of the week. Now it puts Xerxes up against me, yours truly. Now me personally, I think I'm going to win. I could even put in my bench and still win. Because Xerxes doesn't care. Xerxes doesn't set up his league. He doesn't set up his team. He doesn't set his roster. He has four kickers. (laughs) Either way, I'm going to win. We don't even need no stats. I'm going to win. Simple as that. Zerse, you suck. All right, now we're going to talk about the third place game. But for that, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to my colleague right over here because I'm pretty sure he has something nice to say. I mean, he is the number one ranked seed. Or was. Go ahead, Warren. (laughs) All right, yeah. So, needless to say, this is the third place game. Of course, everybody wishes they were playing the championship game. 
Thanks, Robbie, for that. I really appreciate it. I hate you. <laughs> Anyways, third place game. Myself, the Redeem Team, versus Greg, Big Greg, the Creamer. Starting off with projected points, 137 for me, 147 for Greg. So Yahoo has um, Greg winning by 10 points. But it's going to be a pretty good matchup. Um, a, lot of, a lot of players coming back. A lot of good players coming out. Uh, RG3 coming back this week, so that should be pretty good against a, a Philly D. Um, well, actually, no, I take that back because <clears throat> Namdi Asamoah on Philadelphia probably might limit RG3's receptions here. I hope so. But hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> the thing I'm kind of most scared for, Aaron Rodgers on the other side. He's going up against Cashville, Tennessee. He's going up against the Titans. Now, I'm a hardcore Titans fan. I love my Titans. But... Damn it, their secondary defense is horrible. And Aaron Rodgers is about to pick them apart. You and I remember that uh, Greg has Randall Cobb. I hate against to, Tennessee too. I hate to say that. I hate to say that that Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is going to pick Tennessee apart, but you know, <laughs> he will. I mean, let's face it. Look, Aaron Rodgers got 3,588 yards for the season. I, I <laughs> And 32 touch, 32, 32 touchdowns, 32 touchdowns. My goodness, I, I don't really need to talk about anybody else because, I mean, let's face it, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be the face of that team and could very well send me to, what fourth, fourth place. I can't even make top three, but hey, that's cool. That's, that's the way it is. It's the way it is. But enough of the shenanigans. What we're we're here for 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 one thing basically. And it is the championship game. All right, so now we're making it to the championship game. We got Coop going up against Robbie. Two people that nobody ever thought would make it to the championship. You know, you would think at least one of the commissioners would have made it, but hey, we're not that good. All we do is run the league. You know what? We can make it the commissioner bowl if we want to right now. But we're not going to do that. <laughs> so we got Robbie against Coop. Now I'm going to have Warren break down Coop's team, and I'm going to try and break down Robbie's team. All right, let's let's do it. Um, yeah, so these teams, uh, Coop and Robbie, ranked second and fifth seed respectively. Um, like John had mentioned, uh, you know, it wasn't in the books, you know, for them to make the championship. But alas, here we are, and this is it. This is the ship, the cream of the cream, creme de la creme, <laughs> the best of the best. David versus Goliath, I guess, maybe, sort of. Epic picture versus epic picture of little boy with a tattoo. Say what? All right. So projected points. Yahoo has this being scored as 150 to 134 in favor of Coop here. Um, but like I said before, who knows what that means? Doesn't really mean anything because sometimes it can be met. Sometimes it can be exceeded. Sometimes it can be not met. Uh, but let's let's get into let's get into their players really quick. Let's let's get into their players really quick. On Coop's side, um, quarterback Matt Stafford. He's been, he's been hit and miss a few times this season, but nevertheless pretty solid as he always is because, let's face it, he got Megatron you know, out as one of his wideouts, so he got a pretty big target there. Matt Stafford, 4,252 yards for the entire season, 17 touchdowns, 374 completions, passer rating of 78.9. Needless to say, he is a good quarterback. He's getting his points for Coop. My personal opinion, he's probably one of the players that got him into the playoffs and into the championship. So, a good player there. Next up, T.Y. Hilton 
Indianapolis Colts. Who would have thought T.Y. Hilton was going to be this good for the Indianapolis Colts? Andrew Luck, good player so far. Great player. But, of course, he's nothing without a receiver to throw to. Donnie Avery, uh, Reggie Wayne, those were the two receivers that everybody thought that he was going to have a big target for. T.Y. Hilton, emerging emerging as a star for, for the Indianapolis Colts. It's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy how much uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton has done. So, let's see here. Uh, I think another person that's hit or miss that Coop has on his team is Amendola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Amendola. St. Louis Rams. Pull up the stats. I'm pulling up the stats right now. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> Bear with us, but no, no. Seriously though, Danny Amendola, um, just like how Calvin, Calvin Johnson is, is um, the, the main wideout for Lions. Danny Amendola, same boat here for uh, for the St. Louis Rams. This is Sam Bradford's main target. 57 receptions, 634 yards, three touchdowns, one fumble though, one fumble, and then of course the unfortunate incident with his broken collarbone. Um, but that's all 100% healed now. Just put a band-aid on him and walk away. Exactly. He's good to go. Um, expect him to do some type of work against a Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that's going. Going back to the Lions. Again, once again, mention Calvin Johnson. Now this man, he is looking to accomplish something pretty damn special this season. Calvin Johnson. 1,667 receiving yards hoping to break uh, Jerry Rice's record um, of, of, of yardage gain 106 receptions five touchdowns I mean hell what can we say he's, he's Megatron he's a beast he's a beast he's, he's, he's doing big things and he'll probably continue to be, do big things CJ Spiller one of Coop's running backs against Miami stout stout Miami defense I'm actually kind of iffy about this one. I'm not too sure about how, how Spiller's going to do. I'm expecting Miami to kind of stop um, the run game, stop C.J. Spiller, because let's face it, you know, the, the Bills really have no momentum. They're not really playing much for anything. But it's not an excuse for C.J. Spiller to underperform. I think he's going to do his best, but it's going to be tough against the Miami defense. Let's skip the next running back because we're going to talk about the running back. Just, let's go to tight end. Tony Gonzalez. Atlanta Falcons. This man, as old as he is, he is still playing phenomenal football. He is old, though. But Roddy White, Julio Jones, uh, those are those are those are two good receivers. But when all else fails, you can always rely on Tony Gonzalez. 87 receptions for what is that? 100, 880 yards, eight touchdowns, the second most touchdowns on the Atlanta Falcons, and for being an old man, he's proven that he can still ball, and it is crazy. So, back to the running back game. Sunday Night Football, Frank Gore against the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be one match to watch because this is going to be amazing. San Francisco looking to clinch the division with a win against Seattle, but on the flip side to that, Seattle is at home. Nobody can beat Seattle at home. It is one of the hardest stadiums to play at at home. And Seattle could be playing against anybody this this Sunday, this Sunday night. They're playing against the Niners. Same West Coast division. It's going to be crazy. 
Frank Gore still going to be putting up pretty good numbers, but it's not going to be as much as 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 we're expecting because uh, I don't know. Let's face it, Seattle defense at home is is, is a tough matchup, uh, but nevertheless, should be a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good team, pretty good lineup for Coop. Uh, he's also starting New England defense against a mediocre Jacksonville Jaguar team. Now Jacksonville Jaguars, they didn't really start picking it up until Chad Henney got under center uh, over Blaine Gabbert. Thank God they did that. But nevertheless, it was too late. Too late in the season for them to do anything. But still, they should still be pretty playing pretty good um, uh, game against New England. But nevertheless, New England will probably shut them out. Or not necessarily shut them out, but hold them to very few points. And of course, IDP, J.J. Watt, J.J. Swat. Nothing to say about that man, because that man's probably going to be doing something and scoring some ridiculous amount of points, just as much as probably a tight end or, or something like that. So, good lineup. Let's toss it back over to John, see what's going on with uh, Mama's Boys and Robbie's lineup. Before I get into Robbie's lineup, all I got to say is poop. Think about it like this. You're always going to have this in the back of your mind until about, what, 8 o'clock tomorrow night? Maybe about 7.30ish? It depends how they're doing. Your entire season is in Frank Gore's hands. Whatever Frank Gore does, that will determine whether you win this championship or you lose. I just thought I'd mind fuck you out there. But that's cool. That's that's what I do. I like to mind fuck you. Real good. Anyways, going into Robbie's lineup. I don't know much about these people, so Warren's going to have to chime in. Only person <laughs> that I can think of or that I, I can actually talk about, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the definition of consistency with the exception of week 13. But other than that, he's been consistent with his passes, his yards, touchdowns. One of the best in the league. Probably one of the best ever. So Robbie does Robbie does got a pretty good uh, lineup, you know, up against Coop. Uh, who knows, you know, how many points these guys are going to score. A lot of good players. I mean, let's see, who do we got? Antonio Brown for the Steelers. Probably going to be putting up some pretty good numbers there because you got Big Ben back under center where he belongs. So that's going to be a good matchup. Look out for that. Vincent Jackson. Um, hit or miss sometimes. And it's kind of in part to Josh Freeman. Um, but against the St. Louis Rams defense, it could be tough. But we'll see how that goes. Should be a good matchup to watch. On the other side of the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, Cincy game, A.J. Green. He's probably been one of the most consistent receivers um, this entire season has always been in the top three for fantasy rankings. AJ Green should be putting up some big numbers against um, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I don't know if uh, Paul Malu is scheduled to play, is slated to play. I think he is, uh, but I think um, uh, Red Dalton is going to try to pick apart the uh, steel curtain that is known as Steelers defense. So we'll see what goes on there. One person I did want to talk about. Doug Martin, this guy, <laughs> this guy, Doug Martin. Is that Martin. the guy that ran all over the um, the Raiders? He ran all over the Raiders. He oh, ran okay. back and forth. He ran, he he did loops and laps around that. O.Co. Uh, Stadium. Projected twenty two points. Projected twenty two points against a, a St. Louis Rams defense. That's it has its holes here and there, but um, twenty two points for Doug Martin is what's projected. Doug Martin, two hundred and seventy three carries for 1,250 yards. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but from a rookie, good Lord, that is a lot. Ten touchdowns and the longest, like John had mentioned, the longest run that he's had, a 70-yard touchdown against 
the Oakland Raiders at O.co. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. But I have to throw that out there because Doug Martin should be doing some pretty good things for Robbie's when you get a Raider fan and a Niner fan on the same podcast. <laughs> we hate each other. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good championship match. Really looking forward to it. Week 16, it is the ship. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things to look out for. Um, but this is the one to watch. I gotta admit, this is the one to watch. I'm excited about it. I know these two players have a lot of things going on in their mind. Who should they start? What should they start? When should I start him? Should I start him? How many points is he going to get me? What color underwear do I wear? What pants should I wear on Sunday? What socks do I wear? Do I want miscolored sock? Do I wear one matching sock? I mean, it's going to be crazy. It will. It's going to be crazy. But it should be good. It should be great. Anyways. My money's on Coop. Money's on Coop? Okay, let's take wagers. Let's take wagers. Your money's on Coop. My money's on Coop. Money's on Coop. Okay. Well, to make it interesting, then I guess then my money's on Robbie. I mean, the underdog, according to Yahoo, is the underdog. So I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Robbie on this one since the co the other co commish is taking Coop. I'm gonna say it's gonna be it's gonna be a close match, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be 140 against 141 uh, in favor of uh, Robbie. So it's gonna be a close match. My my my, my point difference is is one point. That's how yeah, I ain't good with the whole point thing. So. <laughs> I'm going to just say that Coop going to win. <laughs> That's all I can say. You know, you can tell who knows this stuff and who doesn't. <laughs> all right. So look forward to this Sunday's matchup, the championship match, week 16, fantasy playoffs. There's a lot of things coming on, hopefully, um, next season, next fantasy season. There's a lot of things going on in the offseason. If you're interested in it, look at college football look at the drafts look at the coaching game that's going to change all of next season it's going to be pretty interesting um and hopefully we got another surprise for you coming next season as well and that should be that should be pretty cool and we want to thank everybody for uh for doing the league this year it was the first time that we did it and uh, we appreciate everybody's support everybody you know helping us out y'all needed advice you never came to me just went to warm that's cool <laughs> I don't think anybody knew I was a co-commission until probably week four, five. But that's all right, you know. But no, now yeah. you know. Yeah. No, now was, you know. It was a very successful league. And just to add on to John's, yes, thank you for joining. I hope you guys really enjoyed playing fantasy football. Hope to see you guys next season. Um, I do plan on having a perpetual trophy being passed around um, with plates and stuff of the winner's name. And that can be passed around from winner to winner. Uh, but it was a good season nonetheless. I'm, I'm, I'm glad everybody hopefully enjoyed it and, and everybody joined. Anyways, until next time, this is Warren, a.k.a. Redeem Team, alongside John, a.k.a. Reagan. Everybody, parole models. Parole models. Week 16, championship week. Let's do it. Yeah.